This episode is sponsored by Canaccord Genuity Wealth Management, experienced wealth planners and investment managers who offer unwavering support in challenging times. Visit candowealth.com for more information. Hello and welcome to Coffee House Shots, the Spectator's Daily Politics Podcast. I'm Isabel Hardman and this is the Sunday Roundup. To say things do not look rosy for Liz Trust would be quite the understatement. With the government now on its second chancellor in as many months and its flagship policies being hastily swept under the carpet, the Conservative Party appears to be in damage limitation mode. This morning, Laura Koonsberg spoke to the new Chancellor Jeremy Hunt and asked him if Truss was now such a damaged figure that he was the one really calling the shots. The strange thing about this, and I have to say, Chancellor, actually, it's quite staggering, really, a few weeks into a new government to hear you this morning sitting, and for reasons you've explained very clearly, but basically ditching the entire thrust of what the Prime Minister wanted to do with the economy. Who's in charge? You or her? Well, the Prime Minister's in charge. And really? I think it's in, yeah, I think it's important when you talk about ditching things, uh, the biggest element of that mini-budget was the energy price guarantee, where people's bills were heading for £6,500. That's now going to be capped. And we've heard from her about that on on many occasions. That will make a difference to many people. But her promised tax cuts are now not happening. She promised public spending would not be cut. You're now saying very clearly, for reasons you've explained, that public spending might be cut. She has ditched central parts of her agenda. It's gone. And it seems you're setting much the direction. She has changed uh, the way we're going to get there. She hasn't changed the destination, which is to get the country growing. I think she's right to recognise in the international situation, the market situation, that change was necessary. But she is absolutely determined to deliver that economic growth that's going to bring more prosperity to ordinary families up and down the country. Koonsberg also asked Hunt what his tenure as Chancellor was likely to involve. There is a very difficult job to be done right now and uh, I talked it through with the Prime Minister and I wanted to check that she was happy that I'm totally honest with people about the challenge and uh, we are going to have to take some very difficult decisions both on spending and on tax. Spending is not going to increase by as much as people hoped and indeed we're going to have to ask all government departments to find more efficiencies than they had planned. And taxes are not going to go down as quickly as people thought, and some taxes are going to go up. So it's going to be very, very difficult, and I think we have to be honest with people about that. But the one thing I want to reassure families who are worried at home is that our priority, the lens through which we're going to do this, is a compassionate, conservative government. And top of our mind when we're making these decisions will be Uh, struggling families, struggling businesses, the most vulnerable people, and we'll be doing everything we can to protect them. I mean, it feels that the financial markets have been pushing the government around. Do you think they're holding the UK hostage? Well, no government can control the markets. No chancellor should seek to do that. It feels a bit like Um, they're controlling the government, though, other way around. Well, there is one thing we can do, and that's what I'm going to do, which is to show the markets, the world, indeed, people watching at home, that we can properly account for every penny of our tax and spending plans. And I think for people who've got mortgages, who want to know that as interest rates go up all around the world, they're going up by the absolute minimum necessary in this country as well, 
um, they need to know that we're giving that certainty to the markets. And that's really the most important thing to do over the next two weeks. Commenting on the interview with Jeremy Hunt, the former Health Secretary Matt Hancock told Koonsberg what steps he thought Liz Truss should take next. The Prime Minister needs to do three big things and you can see from that interview she's already started to do the first. The first thing is an economically credible plan and that means in a fortnight the plan needs to show debt falling, it needs to show not borrowing for current spending, you can't borrow on the never-never. And if anybody thought that you could, the last six weeks have shown that that is totally impossible. Mm -hmm. The second is she needs to bring the broad Conservative Party into her government. To she reshuffle. Needs, she needs a reshuffle because the reshuffle that she started her administration with, uh, she took the decision, which was respectable but high risk, to only put in the cabinet people who had voted for her. And that means that you know, that's only a third of the Conservative Party in Parliament. There's a huge amount of talent on the back benches. I'm not talking about me, but there are many others who should be brought into government. The third is she needs to restore trust, trust with the voters, but also not slagging off the institutions that are the bedrock of prosperity. You know, organisations like the Bank of England, like the Office for Budget Responsibility, uh, like the IMF, you just can't go around being saying that they've all got it wrong. Sophie Ridge spoke to the chair of the Commons Education Committee, Robert Halfen. Ridge asked him to elaborate on a newspaper article he had penned criticising the government. You've written an article in The Times this week uh, saying that the new government is blowing up the Conservative Party and the country. I mean, I think many would look at the events of the last few weeks and agree with you, but can you just explain what you mean by that? Well, I worry that over the past few weeks, the government has looked like uh, libertarian jih jihadists and, and treated the whole country as a kind of laboratory mice in which to carry out kind of ultra, ultra free market experiments and this is not where the where the country is there's been one horror story after another it's not just about tax cuts for the rich but about benefit cuts cuts to public services uh, even today we're reading that they may uh, impose charges on long-term sick and disabled for who are parking at hospitals and this is not what the what the public wants and I really believe that the Prime Minister given everything that has gone on, needs to set out, do a fireside chat to the British people, apologise for what has gone on and set out a vision for compassionate conservatism with social justice at its heart. Halfen went on to highlight a remark reportedly made by the Prime Minister about the former Chancellor Sajid Javid. These kind of negative briefings about colleagues have got to, have got to stop. I just want to read the quote that you allude to there, just so people know what we're talking about. I am going to edit my language because it is Sunday morning. Uh, this is a Sunday Times quote from a number 10 source um, when it was put to the Prime Minister that she'd sounded out Sajid Javid. The Prime Minister laughed out loud at the suggestion. She sat in the cabinet with Javid for 10 years and she knows who is good and who is the four-letter word that you're referring to. Is that briefing helpful? It's disgusting. Uh, Sajid Javid is a respected and good and decent uh, man. He's had uh, a number of offices, a Secretary of State, uh, and just to uh, uh, call colleagues four-letter words, all it does is uh, uh, bring disharmony to the party when what uh, the Prime Minister should be doing is doing everything possible to bring people together, bring the country, uh, country together. It's just absolutely unnecessary and uncalled for. 
And finally, on the Andrew Neil show this afternoon, Crispin Blunt became the first Conservative MP to publicly break ranks. Can Liz Truss survive? No, I think the, the game is up. Um, and it's now a question as to how the succession is managed. But if the game's up for her, how could that succession be managed? I mean, managed? I mean, let me put it bluntly to begin with, how would you get rid of her? Well, if there is a such a weight of opinion in the parliamentary party that she, uh, we have to have a change, then it will be effective. Exactly how it's done and exactly under, under what mechanism, uh, but it will happen. That's all for this week. I'm Isabel Hardman and this podcast was produced by Matthew Taylor. Don't forget to subscribe to the Coffee House Shots podcast on the iTunes store. And if you enjoyed this podcast, do subscribe to our daily evening blend email. It's a free roundup of all the political news each day, along with analysis and a diary on what to expect next. Just go to spectator.co.uk forward slash blend. Thanks for listening and do join us again next week. 